Mikey, Mikey and Remy A show about the serious and not so serious parts of our edible world. Let's eat. That was good. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another splendid episode of Mikey and Rin Eat In. I am Mikey. Hey, and I'm Rin. Hi, Rin. Hi, Mikey. My life partner and my podcast partner. Both. Those are fun things. Super. We are coming to you today um, guestless. Mm-hmm. We decided to bring you a, a solo dolo episode, just the two of us. Yeah. And yeah. we're um, we're here to talk about... I don't know, lots of different things, but we also have some big news. We do. Is there a drum roll on your... Uh, oh, that's not, that that's not a drum roll. Oh, drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> Sad trombone is the name of that one. Um, I have a drum roll probably, but I can't find... I only have four buttons broken at this point. I blew it! I blew it! Yeah, a drum roll would be good. Well, and especially for those who uh, who listened to our show when it was Mikey and Rin Stay In. Yeah. Which again, for kind of Mikey and Rin Eat In listeners, Mikey and Rin Stay In was, we started it a couple of years ago to follow our um, our pregnancy journey. And so basically we started it when Rin Only was, one of us was trying to get pregnant. So it's actually my, my pregnancy journey. Well, no, it's our, no, I think it's our- <laughs> Pregnancy journey, your Maybe. pregnancy for sure. Yep, obviously. yep, yep. I hate when people say we are pregnant. Right. No. 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 But to follow Corinne's pregnancy, mm-hmm. um, and it didn't. It it went in a lot of different directions. It sure did. Yeah. So a whole fertility journey, mm-hmm. um, and you you were all a lot of you were there for. All the breaking news, the good, all the, the bad, twists and turns, the jokes, the shoots and the ladders, the strikes in the gutters, That's if you will. Right. <laughs> all the go back to start or what's the monopoly thing? Oh yeah, I don't know. Start don't pass, pass, don't go, pass or go or something. And, I don't care. Yeah. That, that game was always so fucking boring. <laughs> Just like meet me at checkers. Good or give me, clue. Give me quick and dirty, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. But we have um, some news now. Yeah, we do have news. Why don't you go for here? I'll, I'll give you a little. Brrr. Or gardening tools. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, I am officially 13 weeks pregnant, my friends. That's second trimester. Yeah. (laughs) Oops. Nope. None of them. Oh, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we had three embryos. We did IVF. We had three genetically tested embryos. We transferred in two already. This was our third and final. Yep. We had two ladies. Uh huh. Yeah. And um and things are looking good. And this is a little fella. Yeah. Had yep. two ultrasounds so far where we heard heartbeats, had a Doppler this week where we heard another heartbeat. Doppler's the weirdest shit. Ever. So weird. It's, it's based so like the I feel like I'm I'm like in the Wizard of Oz and it's the tornado sure. or something. Yeah. It sounds so It's so like weird. steam steampunky or something. Comparatively <laughs> to like because an ultrasound is what everybody sees on the movies, right? So it's like they have the magic wand, they put the cold goo on your belly, and then you it's see crisp. the baby. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And you and you hear the baby and you like all the things. Yeah. And it's like, and now they've got the, we didn't do one of those 4D ones or 3D ones or whatever they are, where they like, you can see the kids. We'll probably do it later. But it's well, the one we where you can like see the kid. We didn't do it at the 20 week, you mean? 
Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. But well, this, I don't think they really wanted to. I don't think it was that early. Take well, us I, on I, I, don't, I don't think they do it that early either. I oh, think okay. it's later on in pregnancy. Okay. So, but um, so those are the things that I know about. The Doppler is like it's one step away from them, like a guy, a person taking like a brass horn and putting it up to your. <laughs> or yeah, it feels I mean, like it feels like that. can phones or sure, something. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But it's like it looks kind of like an ultrasound machine, but it's just a microphone basically. Yeah. And the person that we were working with, the midwife that we were working with, held it up to your tummy, and it's like, and it sounds like it's going to be like. Wow, welcome to old time radio. See, we've got Cab <laughs> Calloway. And like, you know, it just it's like old school old time radio. And then it's and then there was like this That was what was freaky to me was the like, like wind tunnel. <laughs> Is my uterus a wind tunnel? Oh boy. I know. I felt like it was like my wife's uterus is a haunted house. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Tons of spider webs up in there. I am 41, so it's uh That's my witch cackle. That was really good. Yeah. I know that that does kind of feel like it's like, are yeah. you saying I have cobwebs in my it's pussy? It's dusty as shit up there. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. It's, um, I'm not going to say that. Well, and this is something we've talked about a lot on the show. Again, this is Mikey and Rin Eat In. It's a food show. We're going to talk a lot about food and what that's meant for Rin's pregnancy. Um, but, but you know, we're also, there's a lot of things coming up kind of in the um, you know, baby world, child having world, all that sort of stuff. And one of the things that's kind of come up really consistency for consistently for us is the, well, A, the idea that like kind of no matter where we've been, whether it's been in a hospital or with midwives or in a birth center or whatever, people tend, like health practitioners tend to lead with negative, like with the negative, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. this shitty, terrible thing can happen, mm -hmm. stillborn, mm -hmm. miscarriage, all these different things. Yep. And then they're like, here, you know, and so like, we're going to like, you should worry, A, worry about it mm -hmm. and overthink it. Mm -hmm. um, and then it's like, we're going to kind of try to avoid that at all costs. Mm -hmm. Like the car is steering into the bridge abutment probably. Mm -hmm. um, and then they also talk a lot about in, in no uncertain terms that you're old. Definitely. They bring it up over and over again. Definitely. And I just think that there's, we need to have like a better version of kind of telling the story of what it means to be pregnant at any fucking mm -hmm. age. Mm -hmm. I don't think that any 41 year old person is going in pregnant and saying, I'm a fucking spring chicken. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I am no. young. No. Well, we and it. I think that there's, there's the added, there's the added piece of having been on a, you know, sort of fertility, whatever you want to call it, fertility journey for sure. five years, right? Yep. Trying to get pregnant for five years. Yeah. So it's, you know, and, and I think that the the nurse we were working with recognized that there's anxiety that's tied up in that. Yeah, there's sure. anxiety that's tied up in ending a wanted pregnancy, which we did yep. at around 20 weeks. There's anxiety around miscarriage sure, and totally. losing pregnancies. And then, you know, there's anxiety around why am I broken and I just can't do this on my own. Right. And, and the, and she you know, and identify then all those things. Totally. And sort of asked but. me about my level of anxiety, which mm -hmm. I said was relatively high, but had been yeah. kind of low over the past couple of weeks. Right. And then she's like, hold my fucking beer. Right. <laughs> Let's see if we can amp Let's try that anxiety up. up. Yeah. And basically what she said is well, I'm a soft you... wrist fat. I have soft wrist factors for having a stillbirth. So I might need an induction at 40 weeks. Yeah. Um, she said, I am, I have risk factors for preeclampsia. So I should be taking a 
a pill and a half baby aspirin. Yeah. Um, you know, there was just, it was like thing after thing after thing. And I'm like, maybe we could like kind of temper that in. Like, this is the first visit. Yeah. Let's like hear the first heartbeat. Date. Yeah. It's the first date. Let's like ease in a yeah, little bit. Yeah, let's have a couple bit. too many drinks. We're going to yeah, order buy some me champagne. Dinner. I get don't some know. shrimp. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And I also think that it was funny because you were like, Yes, my anxiety is high, and I'm a lifelong overthinker. For sure. And so, the so thing, why don't you plant some seeds yeah, so why that I'm I, just going to germinate? 100%. Let's plant the garden of, of Do anxiety, it. nervousness. Do it. I'm 13 weeks. I am already thinking about that induction. Yeah, and let me tell you. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and it's all you've talked about since. Oh, yeah, and totally. We, you know, But let me just plant a couple seeds that aren't going to sprout literally until 37 to 30, 40 weeks, right, right? right? That is so much time. Right. Don't even fucking bring it up. <laughs> Don't even bring it up. Like, talk about, what are you cooking? Like, what are you eating right now? Like, that's fun. Like, how's your body changing? You know, like make it a fun, I don't know. It's just amazing to me that, that it, it just feels like if you have- you know, old school Dr. Lumpy McGee, the fucking doctor who's been there forever or whatever. And he's like, you know, ah, these broads like <laughs> that. Of course, that guy's going to foot and mouth right. the whole fucking thing. Right. But this is like we're talking about midwives. Yeah. Like these are like woke ass Portland feminists. Right. And they're still like, oh, man, like you're just ancient. You're past the past the exp- expiration date <laughs> of this can of peas. And I just and that being said, I also think that there's. I don't believe that things are as risky for pregnancies at this age than they as they used to be. There are tons of people having uh, babies now, right, in their forties, right, and I don't think it's as, and way more than it used to be, right. So I think we need to update some of these stats, mm-hmm. some of this information. I think a lot of it is kind of stuck in some old, mired in some old information or whatever, and it's just like I don't know. It's like the, it's just a bullshit thing that everybody kind of says. It's kind of like the. Oh, you're feeling sick during your pregnancy? Oh, that means it's good. I don't think that's fucking true. Right. I know plenty of people who have never felt sick during their pregnancies and had perfect pregnancies and perfect labors. Right. Right. So just like stop it. Right. It's just, I don't know. It's so much bullshit around it. And it's all, you know, it's all women at the end of the day. Yeah. And, you know, I think that there's this sort of blanket, um, uh, there's this sort of, um, you know, prescriptiveness, right? It's like, um, you know, A plus B equals C. We experience that at a reproductive assistance clinic too, right? It's like age X means this outcome. Age Y means this outcome. And, you know, there's no room for kind of bio-individuality. And um, and yeah, it's, um, and I think you're right. It's sort of mired in, um, some misogyny. Sure. And- <laughs> totally. Oh yeah. Well, um, I think that like, you know, I think that there's more chances to call women broken because women are the vessel. Right. So there's right. more chances to blame it on women. Right. right. And I just think it's like men are fucking dropping the pot left and right, you right. know, but they don't have to do all the things. Right. All we have to do is want, and I think there's a reason for it. I think it's a chicken and egg thing. Yeah. I think that men are allowed to be sloppy because we only have one part of the, the process. Right. Right. I mean, just think about the amount of fat drunk dads that like, if they had to like really look after themselves for nine months, Oh boy. Right. Well, and you know, to your point that it's, you know, there's just sort of this like one job, (laughs) whether you're, whether you're 
a donor or you're the actual parent sure. or whatever. And, you know, it's it's just interesting where we are right now with, with reproductive health and access to reproductive oh, sure, health. Yeah. And most of what's happening, the control over women's bodies is men. Sure. And well, you look at the white s- men, the stage full of idiots at each that like the Oklahoma city or the Oklahoma state that, you know, they just passed that, you know, abortion is banned at fertilization. Yeah. Are we fucking serious? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, Life starts at the erection, Rand Dog. Yeah, I, I mean, you know is it, you know, sperm every sperm, sperm is have yeah, sperm have rights. Yeah, don't no they? Doubt. <laughs> yeah, you know, Mikey and I were talking because I, I think we'd be remiss as we're announcing that we're going to have a child to yeah. not, um, you know, also this is a food podcast. We recognize that, but um, there have been, you know, there was a really big thing. That happened this week. It's sure. another school shooting. Um, it's children. It's mm-hmm. elementary school aged children mm-hmm. and their teachers. Yeah. Um, and I I found I, I was reading this article about um, the Oklahoma abortion ban and the what's the governor's name from Oklahoma? Mm-hmm. I don't care. And <laughs> skinny, skinny white man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, and I'll start the, the governor Kevin Stitt. Yeah. Um, and there's there's a photo of him. You know, he's got this like big rose in his pocket, mm-hmm. and he's perfectly quaffed hair and he eyebrows. He looks like a preacher or whatever. Yeah, you know? really. He's gonna get caught with a male prostitute <laughs> and meth. <laughs> and he's, you know, it's a picture of him speaking after he signs this bill. And yeah. there's somebody behind. You can't see their head. Another white man um, behind him, and he's holding up a sign that says, "Life is a human right." <laughs> <laughs> which I just thought was like the most, I don't know, the most like weirdly tone deaf like thing, you know, it's just, it's yeah. like, okay. So the fetus, the fetus life is more important than elementary school aged children's lives or the mothers or the mother's like, life. This is like, this or- is, a, this is, I think one that's abortion uh, and no, you know, no exceptions for race, rape or incest Yes, and the woman, the mother's life. Yeah. The so third the- Oklahoma bill is to take effect this summer and would make it a felony to perform mm. an abortion punishable by up to 10 years. When it has the SB8, quality to it that it can be called in by anybody, which is great. That bill contains no exceptions for rape or incest. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're just saying that the life of, well, the life of the fetus is more important than the life of the mother Mm -hmm. is more important than the life that the fetus will have once it comes earthside. Mm -hmm. Like this could be a situation where, I mean, the mother could have a multitude of reasons to not want to continue with this pregnancy, um, th- and you know, I just always find it interesting that like, you know, Republicans don't want to folk, don't want to support anybody once they're in the world. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, no government handouts and, you know, no, they don't want to support and spend money on anybody to keep them healthy and happy. So, so and, but like, yeah, you have to have this baby, even though you're not prepared for it, even though it might not be the right time for you or whatever, we don't care. Or but even though like in our situation, we found a fatal abnormality well, in our girl. But my, right? but the argument that I was making though, is that like, you know, th- then this baby's going to come into the world and potentially like in their eyes, be a drain on society, which they don't want to pay for. Right. So like, fuck you. Why can't you think ahead about this? 
And of course, in our situation, we had to end a, a very much wanted pregnancy. Right, right. It, within the confines of marriage between a man and a woman, <laughs> yeah, right. we conceived a baby. <laughs> and then we had, you know, the well, we had three choices, which we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. We could end our baby's life uh, and terminate the pregnancy. We could let our baby go to full term and then be born after which it was a hundred percent chance that she was going to die. And it was either going to happen in a minute or a week and her life would be all pain and suffering. Or we could have an induced labor right then. Right. And so all of those, the other two options, I mean, all of them are pain, but it's just, I have a hard time believing that if any one of these people that are voting for this bill, if someone that they loved was were faced with that choice, I have a hard time believing that they would force them mm-hmm. to delay the pain until this baby was going to be born and, and would die ultimately. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just disgusting. And of course, like you mentioned with the shooting. Yeah. Life is a human right, but also AR-15s are. Right. So, you know. Fuck you. Guns, gun ownership as a right supersedes our children's lives. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, it's I've, too much. There's. I don't know. I, I I like to consider myself a person that can listen to reason and kind of wrap my brain around different arguments. Yeah. And um, this one, guns and abortion, I, I, I just have a really hard time getting there. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no good argument for, I mean, the you can't argue that we need AR-15s. You just can't. You can argue to me that, like, I might need uh, that someone has a hunting rifle, sure, or maybe that someone has a shotgun for like home protection or something. There's no situation in the United States where you're going to need to kill 15 to 20 people. You're going to need to perform a mass shooting. Yeah, like a military-grade weapon. You have to have that. There's right. no argument for it, and it's silly that you would even think that you could could try to argue that. Yeah, and we're just clinging to this one little constitutional piece yeah. that the founders of our country, this was definitely not the intent. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, what, the bigger intention for how the Constitution was written was that it was supposed to be malleable, right. was that it was supposed to be something that changed with the times. Right. And I don't think that all these, you know, constitutional, what is it, realists or whatever they're called, you know, they they want it to be exactly how it was written, you know, in the biblical, you know, uh, realist or whatever the fuck it's called. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. (laughs) Supposed to be taken as kind of a general idea. Yep. Like morality tale, that sort of a thing. Mm -hmm. And then you're supposed to also come up with things on your own. Yep. Um, Yeah. Anyways, we spent half the show. I I was, I was not wanting to talk about this on the show because it's just, it's, it makes me mad. It makes me sad. It's very real, but you know, our, this show specifically, I kind of like, I always want it to be a place of like, frivolity and happiness but this is not this is part of the the world that we're all living in right mm-hmm. now and it has to be talked about and well and i think also you know we are we have thought about becoming parents for so long yeah. now right and um this is you know now really going to be a part of our reality right mm, um, sure well i mean and, it's, and I, like i'm going to make a lot of decisions in my future that I would make very differently if it was just me and, and you. Of course. Um, yeah, of course. Like I would, you know, there's part of me that would be like, oh, I would live in, I would kind of live anywhere just because it was kind of like, it's fun to like, but I'm not, I wouldn't, having to ch- bring a child into the world, I will never live in a state that is a really gunny state. Mm-hmm. And I will also never live in a state that would ever support the abortion bans that are happening. Right. Fuck right. those states. Yeah. They should be cast out of our country, forced yeah. to secede. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, we're also in a time where families are fearful that they're not going to be able to feed their child, right? Sure, yeah, um, formula. Yeah, it's just, it's such a really tenuous time um, to be a parent. So all of you parents out there, yeah, you're fucking, you're killing it. Like mm-hmm. just yeah. existing and being able to take care of your child. I mean, everybody that's listening right now, whether you're a parent or not, I think the fact that you are still listening and that you've made it through these last couple of years where mm-hmm. this has been an unbelievably trying time. For sure. And, you know, it's it's whether you're a parent, an aspiring parent, uh, someone who never wants to be a parent, someone who had parents, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just like this is a really hard time. If you're just a feeling human in the world right now, I, I, I'm, I applaud you on all levels. And yeah. you should go make yourself a gigantic bowl of ice cream. <laughs> With Sunday toppings. All right, let's talk about fun things. Let's talk about food. Yes. Tell me about your pregnancy and the journey with food and kind of where you're at now. Like, what are the things that are like you're excited about eating? What are the things that have (laughs) newly reappeared in your (laughs) diet because they were disgusting you for a little while? Just like, let's do a quick overview of like, What's make what's in your diet right now? Like, what are you psyched about? Yeah, this pregnancy has been different um, in that I haven't been as nauseous. Um, definitely with um, our first little embryo transfer, I was really nauseous. Couldn't yeah. smell food, couldn't cook food, couldn't smell meat. Yeah, um, this one's been different because the nausea has been like sort of low grade, totally. and I find that. As long as I've like got some food in front of me, I'm good. It kind <laughs> yeah. of doesn't matter what it is. But when the, the uh, first transfer, I had to leave, the, or you had to leave the house. Oh boy, if and I would be preparing beef. Or especially. I was I was grilling a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. so I would go outside and grill it. And once it was kind of cooked, you were all good. Yeah. But it was. I mean, we also have a half. I think we've talked about this. A half a cow in our basement. Yeah. And now a half a pig, and it's like I'm a omnivore. I'm a meat eater. Like I I'm like not really grossed out by stuff. But I'll go down there and open that fridge sometimes, and I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, I could be a vegan. It's lots of carcass. It's, it's a lot of things. Yeah. And then also, Rinny, what was happening in our house with this pregnancy was Rinny would be grossed out by stuff, like, and she'd be like, oh, man, the eggs are kind of kind of making me feel a little something. <laughs> and then I would start like going thinking, like, oh, my God, eggs? We eat eggs? This is like shit out of a, a chicken's hole, the cloaca, the universal hole. That, and then we – and it's like – could have been a baby, but we're going to eat it. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. God, that's it's. I mean, if you think, and then and then I would start going down the path of eating. Ew! We just put things in our mouth and then chomp them up with our stupid mouth bones and then swallow and make it. Them, make them into a little bolus. Got to be small swallow enough. Swallow that down and then poop it out. Right. Wow. Ugh, I know. God. I know. Well, and we are in a really sweet position, right? Because yeah. Mikey is a chef by trade. Um, a tra- you know, trained chef. He's now culinary consultant. Um, I'm an acupuncturist, herbalist, health coach. And so we just think a lot about food and yeah. nutrition. And um, so we're able to like be, I think, pretty creative with, oh, sure. with what we eat. And yeah. if something's like sounding gross, well, we can pivot really easily. Sure. And so and we also live in Portland, which is like, Crazy yeah, access to market, beautiful food. Yeah, exactly. All the food, exactly. Restaurant galore, like beautiful stuff. If you know, Rini's eating gluten free right now because it's been really messing up her stomach, and like we have unbelievable 
gluten-free everything everywhere totally. here. So totally. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been, um, it's actually been kind of lovely because I feel like I've been able to eat most things throughout the the 12 weeks. Yeah. And now I'm kind of hitting the crest where it's <laughs> like food. When you get the thing that you really want, it is the most satisfying mm, experience yeah. ever. Examples. So, well, t- just right now, I was really hungry yeah. and um, I'd kind of like skipped over lunch. I had a like a smoothie and then, and I just really, really wanted pasta and mm. beef, like, a, <laughs> you know. Sure. I didn't really know in what combo, but I had this cassava flour pasta in like a little rotini form. Sure. And then a little extra ground beef and then this beautiful Swiss chard from the farmer's market and some Locatelli cheese, which is this beautiful Pecorino Romano. Yeah, if you don't know Locatelli, you should, cheese. yeah, look it up. It's the saltiest sheep's milk Sharp, Pecorino it's Romano. so delicious. Oof. And that's literally what I had. Yeah, so cooked so it, olive oil, Locatelli. And my first bite, I was like, oh my God, this is what I'm looking for my entire life. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I love that part of things. Yeah. Yeah. It's so celebratory. It's, it's really, really fun. fun. Especially coming out of the dark times that were the nausea periods. Yeah. Where it was like kind of, and I would like, we would like make delicious breakfast or delicious dinner. And Renu would be like pumped. And first bite, she'd be like, mm-hmm. I can't. My tongue's sweating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, okay. So we have a little... Baby quiz. Oh, wow. The unwinnable Mikey quiz. Mm-hmm. And this is baby edition. Great. Yeah. So for those of you that are have been listening, you know that Mikey, typically when we have guests, will set yeah. up a quiz for us. And um, he has set up a Rin-only quiz. Yeah. Um, I have yet to win one of your quizzes. And yep. so- No um, one's really won. I mean, no, at the end true. of the day, we're all losers for having to go through the quizzes because they're <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Um, but there's been, yeah, Jimmy, um, our friend, our meat friend, arguably won because he had a, an answer that was like kind of right. And so he'll claim yep. that he that he won. And I think Ben maybe had a right answer. Oh, that could be right. Yeah. yeah. But no Kamiko, really. last week, if you haven't oh. listened to our juice show with Kamiko, go yeah. back, listen take a that. listen. Um, yeah. Her and I bombed the quiz. Bombed. Yeah. Miserably. But that's by design. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a subjective quiz. And um, I decide if you're right or wrong. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. I'm all stretched. Okay, so here's the Mikey and Rin Eden Mikey baby quiz. Mm-hmm. I need to add some more words to it, I think. Definitely, okay, yeah. I'll, th- I'll think about enough. this. Okay, um, first question. What is the best? Hold on. <laughs> Which one do I want to ask first? Okay, what is Mikey looking the most forward to at the hospital? Because this is our first time that we're thinking about giving birth to a baby in a hospital. You are looking forward to ordering food from a hospital menu. Incorrect. <laughs> Argu- judges? No, yeah, it's incorrect. <laughs> Specifically, Mikey is looking forward to pebble ice. <laughs> oh yeah. So, friends, I will just, um, I'm just going to do a little aside here. Sure. That. The most exciting thing is not watching my wife birth our baby, no. watching, you it's know, perhaps, sh- perhaps our, well, perhaps our baby show. latch for the first oh, time yeah, yeah. and like mm-hmm. eat, nope. get nourished. Nope. Um, those all, those all uh, drive up my agita, my anxiety a lot. 
<laughs> but pebble ice, pure bliss. And if you guys don't know what pebble ice is, you maybe you've had it in a red plastic cup at your local <laughs> pizza establishment. Why do you think it's in a hospital? Oh, because it's soft. Oh. Yeah, it's the softest ice. And so it's easy for people to chew. Uh, but it's like pillow ice. It looks like little cylinders, but you can bite it. And almost with no force, you can just crunch right through it. Oh, it's so wonderful. I just almost, when I was writing the quiz, I almost ordered a machine off of Amazon. But it was $500. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, there was one for no. like three seventy, And I was like, no. I, can't, I mean, I literally, I can't spend $375 on an ice machine. No. 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 Um, Okay, mm -hmm. zero for one. Uh, second question, what is the best way to install a car seat for safety? <laughs> <laughs> um, after watching an instructive YouTube video on it. That is such a, a thoughtful, <laughs> wonderful answer. No, that's, that's incorrect. Um, it's not the way that I um, put our dog in the back seat relatively <laughs> recently because I had her in the back seat of our Subaru and I had to slam on the brakes because someone in front of me was being a real jerk. And Abby flew up oh, and wed no. got herself wedged in between the passenger seat and the passenger door. Oh. So she was wedged like in the center of her body. Oh. like going, And she wasn't squealing or anything. She was just like wedged there. Like she shot up like a bullet. <laughs> so so do it another way than that. Great. Yeah. yeah. yeah that so makes sorry. Sense. You did you did still lose that, uh, even though I didn't. I lost it too, but no. <laughs> okay. Um, what is the best, the thing, no. What's the best thing to teach a child? Mm. Mm -hmm. Um. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the best thing? Or the thing I'm looking forward to, kind of, uh, to our child. The thing that you're looking us. forward to. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go, I'm going to stay in the food lane. Mm, great. Um. And I'm thinking that you would say something like, eat all the foods. Mm, yes. All the foods are delicious. Yeah. That's in my top three. Okay. But, but not the top But it is, it is incorrect. Yeah. Okay. Um, that that crushed ice, what is it? Pebble ice. Pebble ice is the best kind of ice. <laughs> I mean, that would be taught by osmosis. Mm -hmm. The baby, once it's born, will hear me eating this ice and go, oh. <laughs> My dad knows what no the fuck's up. There is no other kind of ice. There is no yeah. other ice. Mm -hmm. No, the, the correct answer of what is the best thing to teach a child is the, a woman that I worked with um, in the school system who recounted a story to me where she was waiting in line um, at a fast food restaurant to get um, her and her kids some, some like Frosties or something. And her little kid who like kind of was barely speaking at the time goes, come on, people. <laughs> And so she didn't even, so the thing that I'm most excited about our kid learning is like, what's the like thing that I say without even knowing that I'm saying it, that my kid's going to pick up on. And her kid was in the backseat going, come on people. Cause it was taking us a long time. I thought that was great. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah and and was, he had just heard his mom say yeah, that she probably says, Come on, hundreds and she's of like, times. And she was like, I don't think I even say that. And then caught herself saying, it. I was like, Oh my gosh, you I learned do it from say me. That. That's great. Yeah. And That's they were like great. waiting in line. I think it was like actually at Starbucks or something. It was just taking forever. And so he goes, That's come great. on PayPal. They do hold up a mirror, don't they? Oh, they are. Aren't they just, yeah, they're our future. Mm -hmm. They hold up a mirror to our souls. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they show us our best qualities. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. That's uh, zero for three. <laughs> Final question for all the meatballs. Uh -huh. What is the best kid snack food? Oh, what yeah. age is the kid? The kid was, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, four maybe, three or four? Three five, or four. Somewhere uh -huh. in there. 
Well, I'm going to say, um, <laughs> oh, God. No, it's not bad. <laughs> I don't have a prayer with this one. No, maybe you do. Um, I'm going to say something like apple and peanut butter. Mm. Some protein, a little bit of fat, mm. some sugar. It's crunchy. It's snappy. It's easy. Yes. Portable. Um, can be portable for sure. sure. Yep. Um, yeah. A good thing to s- stuff into hangry little mouths, I oh, think. I like that. Mm-hmm. Great answer. Mm-hmm. Wrong answer, but great answer. <laughs> the correct answer was goodie balls. That were <laughs> the things that my mom used to make, which were peanut butter, like you said. Oh, okay. But okay, they were okay. coated in uh, powdered milk. Oh. Yeah. And not once, but twice, maybe even thrice, um, I was in the backseat of the car one time. Uh-huh. I hucked one into my mouth. What do you mean? It's just peanut butter rolled in, in powdered, powdered milk? Milk, yeah. And so they're like this big, which what else is that big? I'm holding up my hands in the shape of like a, a, a quarter or something like oh, that. Oh, God, what were those things that we- No, on the body. A kid's throat. Oh, yeah, sure. So I hucked one into my throat in the back of the Volvo, and my mom looks back, Peanut and I'm like- Peanut butter is not like choking not sticky. Oh, yeah. And so I'm choking <laughs> on the goodie ball, oh, and she has to- I don't know how she got that one out. And then, I don't know which one happened first or second, and then another time we're in our kitchen, and I did the same fucking thing. <laughs> And I think I said something like, they're not so goody or something like that. Yeah. You would have been better off with just the peanut butter oh, and the apple. See, that's, yeah, you are correct. Yeah. After the fact, though. So, I sorry, don't know. Still I feel like I should get some kind of partial point credit. For that. Yeah. You know what? You are carrying our child. <laughs> I'm going to give you one eighth of a point. <laughs> so, technically, you win. Yeah. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Yay! We're so excited for you. I love you. Love you. Thank you for doing all of the work that you've done to become pregnant. Yeah. And thank you for all the work that you're going to do as a mother to feed our child better food than I'm going to feed our child, probably. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're taking- No goodie balls. No goodie balls. Those are baddie balls. God. We are taking um, name suggestions, if you would like to. <laughs> We're also selling naming rights to our baby. So um, if you donate enough money to uh, the Mikey and Rin Eden Foundation, we'll consider uh, naming our child whatever you choose. Yeah. Um, you can let us know at let's eat at MikeyandRin.com. Best way to reach out to us is uh, send us a message on Instagram. It's at Mikey and Rin. That's M I K E Y A N D R I N N E. We're the best. We have a really fun interview next week, and then we will be off. We'll oh, be yeah. off for two weeks. So it'll give you an opportunity to um, to listen to, yeah, older episodes. Um, tune into the modern food or modern Persian food. Yeah. Friends over there. Yeah. Um, and then we'll see you back in three weeks. Yeah, we'd love that. Yeah. And um, as I've heard from a couple other people that are doing this, they're listening to all of the back episodes of Mikey and Rin's wow, Stay In. Wow, that's commit To get you up to here. I think we're at episode 98 right commitment. now. Um, and so you can, if you really want to go deep and you really love us and want to know us better, get in there. Fucking get in those archives. Yeah, deep dive it. Archives is what I call them. Thank you so much for listening, um, and we'll see you next week. Okay, ta-ta.